I am Camille Johnson, and this is Finding the Floor. Stories and reflections of midlife motherhood, family, and finding meaning in it all. Join me as I share a little piece of my life and figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Hey everyone, welcome to Finding the Floor. This is episode 65, and I'm going to talk about making transitions from change. So I'm sort of calling this change is fast, transition is slow from an article that I got this same idea from. And I think it's beginning to help me understand a little bit of the tension and, let's say, uncomfortable feelings I'm having right now, which seem weird. Like, what's going on? And I talked about last week, the unhealthy guilt. Like, what is going on? And so I was looking a little bit more into this, and I think what's kind of funny is I had this idea for a podcast, which was kind of talking about taking a slow process to change. And then what was interesting is I come across this article saying change actually is fast, And what is actually slow is your transition. And that might not work for everything because sometimes you do change slowly, but maybe that's because of a transition. Anyway, I'll try to make more sense of this and explain what I mean, but it actually has been really, really helpful idea. And as I was like thinking about this fall, I mean, it's more like these past, you know, school started this year. I was like, okay, school started. This is normal. I've done starting school for years with my kids. Like what, why does it feel weird? What feels weird? It sort of feels like similar to how I felt when Millie went to kindergarten. There's that feeling. And as I was remembering all the things that happened last year, I'm kind of understanding. So I'm going to tell all of you, and it's a refresher to me, but I was just like, okay, let's think back. And I just had a moment this week as I was reading through this Think, okay, well, what was I doing last year at this time or around this time? Okay, well, last year around this time, everybody was home from school, for school. Well, everybody who had not graduated yet. So um, my younger three kids are all home doing online school last year at this time. I remember we had like transformed our dining room to make desks for everyone so they could sit there and do their homework. 
which ended up being kind of not helpful as they're all supposed to share things in their class and they're all sitting by each other. So that ended up changing pretty fast. But there still were, their desks were set up so they could work there and trying to make it like school as much as possible. And so, so everybody's home. And then I was like, okay, last year at this time, I was also helping Izzy get ready for her mission. And she was home and she was working and we were making sure we were checking all the boxes and getting that all ready. And last year, a few weeks well, in a few weeks, but around this time, we're also getting ready for Luke to come back from his mission. So I'm anticipating that and trying to make sure like his room's all ready or all that. And it's kind of crazy to think that it's almost been a year that he will have been back from his mission. So there's that with, you know, everybody home and online school, which is weird and navigating all that. And it had only been a couple months since my mom passed away. So there was just all this stuff happening last year. And I think I was content with all of that happening, you know, and I was still working on the podcast. There was a lot going on. People were home. I think we were doing a little bit of soccer. So there was all that. Okay. And then I'm like, okay, so why does this year feel a little bit different and weird? We went through that weird year of online school, hybrid school, online school, hybrid school, in school. What is happening? (laughs) And I think there's a tiny bit still happening of that. But mostly my kids are in school like all the time and it's not a short amount of time, which it was last year, like it was shorter. So now I am like having more time to myself. And last year at this time, I was also, I think, a little more compassionate with me having feelings of sadness and, oh, I think I need to go write stuff down. Oh, maybe I just need to go have a minute, go for a walk and cry a little bit. There was just a lot of compassion involved in that time. And so I feel like this year, I'm like, okay, let's go. The kids are in school. We're getting up early. I actually have more time because Now I don't have anyone in elementary school, so all my kids leave by 7.30, whereas before it'd be, I'd have another hour with Millie getting her ready on the bus. And I don't know why that feels weird. Like, why is that weird? And so (laughs) I was like, what is going on? So then I found this article that was just so helpful. And then because of that article, I kind of found a few more things just that was talking a little bit about transitions, about sometimes things will change really quickly. So you're going from everybody home, worrying about all their schoolwork to now 
everybody's gone and actually for longer periods of time. And I had a part-time job when Millie was in elementary school for a little while, which was perfect. I would, it was just in the mornings and I worked for a university and I was thinking about taking some classes and working towards a master's degree. And then my mom got diagnosed with cancer and I was like, okay, I don't want to feel like I have to take, ask my superiors or the people who are in charge of me if I can get time off because I want to see my mom whenever I'm able to go see her. So I was like, well, this isn't really my dream job. So I'm going to quit because my mom is more important, which it was. It was so, so important. And so I took that time off. So I had like another year and a half more and then she passed away and then we went right into COVID where I still felt like wow I don't even know if I can try to look for another job while all this craziness is happening at home. So I feel like I'm sort of back where I was like oh my gosh I have this time maybe I could find something that would work and what is funny is You know, I had been working as a diving coach for almost 10 years. I started right before Sophie was born in, so 2006, and then I ended up leaving the job about nine seasons later. And there are a lot of reasons, and maybe, I don't know, I can't remember if I've talked to that before, but so I had that part-time job, which was like perfect for what I needed. When my kids were small, I would be coaching four days a week, have meets on the weekends, but then it was only from like September to March. And it was just perfect for what I needed to also be able to be home as much as I would like. So, okay. There's all that background. And I think for me, that's just been helpful as I've been trying to figure out what the heck is wrong with me. And I don't know if it's really wrong, but I reading this article, it was all about transitions. Okay, so even when you like have a transition, you have a child go off to college, you have a child going to kindergarten, or even things that can be really hard, like someone passes away, or something good, like you move into a new neighborhood, or you end up quitting a job or starting a new job. I mean, there's so many different transitions that we go through that can happen fast, but we're sort of prepared for it. But then we have to go through this transition or getting used to. And even if you've like experienced an accident and you're dealing with an injury and having to deal with that or a surgery, if someone in your family has gone through surgery or you're going through surgery, there's lots of Things you have to transition and get used to for a time period or, or readjust. So there's so many examples of this. And then I think too, like as college students each year kind of go away and they have this opportunity to transition into this new life. So that is part of, I think, what is going on. <laughs> And I just 
love this quote from this article by D. Cassio. She's a licensed psychotherapist, certified life coach, retirement lifestyle and recurrent coach. Just came across this blog of hers and she says, change can happen quickly and it's external, visible and tangible. Transition, on the other hand, is slow and involves an emotional adjustment, which is internal, invisible and intangible. So there's this transition into a new reality for you. And for me, going from having a lot of busyness, quote unquote busyness, or a lot going on, and a lot of people that I'm in charge of and keeping track of and helping and all that, and that's slowly dwindling down and they're actually gone longer. And so now I just have this more time. So I'm trying to figure out, I guess, for me, what to do with that and what I want to be. And that's what um, she says. As you're going through transitions, you're going to make an adjustment. And she suggests four things that can help. First, having patience as you're going through it. Remember, it's going to maybe take a while to get used to this new situation. Then she says decisions like making good decisions and not making them too quickly can sometimes also be helpful. I think especially she's saying if you're if you've gone through like a death of a spouse or that type of thing that just making sure you're not making decisions too quickly, but um also you might need to make decisions to help move you along if that makes sense. And then to have confidence that you can go through this because you've done it before in the past, like we've all gone through change and transition. And then this opportunity is to develop some resilience as you're going through this. I like what she said at the end of her article. She said, allow yourself to be patient, access your confidence, make well thought out decisions and draw on your resiliency skills. All of these will help you navigate the slow transition after a sudden life altering change. Trust yourself. You will get through it. So then I found like two or three other articles that were talking about transitions and one in particular had a lot of really good solid advice or like bullet points and I'm going to go through all of them and normally I'd want to pick my favorites but there's just a lot of really good things so and I feel like they've been helping me as well. It says, life transitions are often difficult, but they have a positive side too. It's just so funny. There were all these articles. And then I looked into transitions, even like on the LDS or Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saint.org website, if there were talks about this. And there was actually one really good talk by Janet C. Hales Beckham and It was a BYU speech and she was giving it to the students. And so she was kind of talking about the transitions they're going through. And she said one thing is that transition is also a time to choose to make positive change. So let go of some bad habits and hang on to the good ones. And so in regards to this other article, 
which I didn't mention who wrote it, but it was this guy, Richard B. Jolson, and he's a psychotherapist and author. The title of his article was Managing Difficult Life Transitions. So I don't know if it was more about harder things, because I think sometimes when good things happen, we don't give ourselves the opportunity to realize that this is also a transition too, and sometimes that's hard as well. Okay, but so again, life transitions are often difficult, but they have a positive side too. And that positive side can kind of like we have this opportunity to make some positive changes. And the next bullet point he had was accept that change is a normal part of life. Like this is normal. I've been through this before. I can do it again. I'm probably going to have to do it again. As all my kids grow up, I'm going to have to transition to having fewer kids. And maybe I'll transition to some of my kids coming back home. That might happen. Again, that is going to be another transition as well. And he also said the next point, he said, identify your values and life goals. So sometimes as you're going through a change, it's really good to identify your values and life goals. And I was thinking about... Now that I have a little more time and I really enjoy doing this podcast and I like the freedom of working from home. And so now I've started to kind of look into pursuing maybe a few part-time or freelance jobs that would give me the freedom to be able to work from home, but still be here for my kids. And so that's been interesting as I'm trying to figure out all that. This next one is really good. Learn to identify and express your feelings, okay? So I am trying to do that. (laughs) Even last week, I was kind of talking about this feeling bad and unhealthy guilt about stuff that I don't even know I need to feel bad about. And I think it's just really helpful. I, I spent some time just journaling and writing down things that I'm feeling and giving the me the opportunity to feel things if I'm sad or happy or whatever, just to express them in good ways. Then his next point was focus on the payoffs. So what are the payoffs of this transition? And for me, I'm grateful that my kids are now more independent. They're in school. I have two kids that are, one's on a mission, one's in college. They're on their own. I should be proud of the things they're becoming. And I have this opportunity to maybe explore and kind of refigure out my next few steps, whether that be a job, whether that be volunteering, whatever I decide, but I have the opportunity to do these new things. Focus on things that are good about this new change and transition. The next thing what I really liked was don't be in a rush. And I think that's so important. And it goes back to what the first article DiCasio suggested. What you need to be patient as you're dealing with going through this change. Don't be in a rush. Be patient. It might take a minute for you to kind of readjust. And what she says, what I just love is that Transition, on the other hand, is slow, involves an emotional adjustment, which is internal, 
invisible and intangible. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take a minute. So be patient with that. Okay. And this is interesting. It was like, expect to feel uncomfortable. And that's the thing that I'm like, what's going on? Why do I feel uncomfortable? What is this tension going on? Why do I feel weird now that my kids are all in school and I'm home and I'm doing things, but what is, what is it? <laughs> so that's just an uncomfortable feeling. It's new. We're transitioning. I'm transitioning into this new phase. So I just like that. The next one was stay sober. Not an issue for me, but again, sometimes we like to not deal with our feelings of being uncomfortable. And I think part of that too is also maybe stay present because you can use alcohol can be a way to just buffer away from your feelings. And you can do that in different ways, whether it be like being too busy or watching a ton of TV because you don't know what to do or whatever, too much social media. There's lots of things you can buffer with when you're not really wanting to deal with uncomfortable feelings. And so the next one is really good. Take good care of yourself. Take some time where you're taking good care. And I I really have a good habit of exercising in the morning. And I notice when I don't get that in, I don't feel as good. Even if it's just like a mellow yoga stretch exercise, as opposed to something more intense and cardio or weightlifting or whatever, I just feel better when I take that time for me. And good self-care can also mean what things do you love to do, whether it be go out with friends, making sure you're getting a date with your husband. And what is interesting is this month in the Jody Moore Be Bold program that I'm part of, each month she has like something we're working on. And this month is called Breaking Up With Busy, which I find interesting because I'm like feeling uncomfortable because I'm you know, it's not like I can't do things, but this idea of me being busy. And so that could be part of it too, this uncomfortable feeling, because I'm trying to work through how I feel about all the things I'm doing. And she's saying part of that being kind of more, not really in control of your schedule, but different way to think about your life and the things that are happening is to make sure you're getting enough self-care time. So I like that good taking good self-care, making sure you're doing things that you enjoy and that will help rejuvenate you because there are times you might still be dealing with this uncomfortable feeling and that'll kind of help you um, go through that. So I also love listening to books and I've lately found this like book series by Josie Kilpack. It's like this um, culinary like murder mystery series and she has like I don't know 12 books so it's just been fun for me when I'm done I have another thing to listen to and I do that when I'm driving or when I'm want to work on something in the house and and so that's kind of another self-care that I really like and then the other thing that was it's like build your support system and 
So if you have a group of friends, make sure you're reaching out. And I think I probably need to do that more. I have been reaching out. Oh, maybe I need to do another lunch with a group of my friends. Or I know I mentioned about this talk by Janet C. Hales Beckham. And she was actually the Young Women General President in 1996. So this talk was given a while ago, but it had really, really good advice on how to like navigate transition, especially for college age students and returning missionaries. And one of her suggestions, which goes along with this, is like having a board of directors or a group of people you can chat with, group of friends, could be other return missionaries, some mentors, someone in your church community or your bishop, and then maybe even someone in your field of study that you can bounce off ideas with how you want to pursue your next part of life. And so I know it's always so good when I chat with different friends and my sisters and my husband, and it just really, really helps. I feel like I have one particular friend. We used to work out every week and I'm like, and we haven't been available to do that lately. And I'm like, ah, that was really helpful. I need to go back to doing that. We got to find a time. Because it just helps you kind of work through things. There's three more. The next one was acknowledge what you are leaving behind. So sometimes with good things that are happening, whether it be your kids moving on to college and kind of feeling that you're really missing them, I think sometimes you just need to be like, oh, I just miss them or I just miss that and taking a minute to acknowledge that or I know we're moving on but I just want to acknowledge the things that I really loved about that part of my life and there could be harder things like when you're going through dealing with a death I remember thinking with my mom there were a lot of things you know that I was sad about and so many things that we grew together with that I was also going to miss like oh it was so like bonding for our family to just have this opportunity to care for my mom. And now that is not there anymore. And now we're, you know, my dad is pretty independent, but I think it's not quite the same as we were all just rallying behind my mom. And so in some ways, I kind of miss that. And so there, I think there will be times where you'll miss some things that you had and and that's all okay. And it's just acknowledging that part of it. And the next thing that I really think is also good suggestion was keep some things consistent. So making sure you're doing things that are the same. I noticed this, I do this with my dinner meals. We have like three meals for sure that we have every week. And maybe my kids are sick of it, but we always have spaghetti night on Mondays some sort of like taco night or quesadilla on Tuesdays and we always have pizza on Fridays. So those are some consistent things that even when things are changing that I can count on, my kids can count on. Um, Again, back up to that talk by Sister Beckham. She talks about how, you know, if you're moving to a new place, make sure you're bringing something familiar with you um even like when kids are on missions or going to college you know sometimes it's always nice to have 
something from home and we sent you know pictures with Izzy and Luke has some pictures just so they have something from home that feels a little bit comfortable and consistent and it was interesting in that same talk um, by Sister Beckham she talked about how some people are nervous about going through change and transition because they don't want they're afraid of losing that consistency or that comfortable feeling and she even said she had a daughter who was afraid to get married because she didn't like wedding receptions so she just promised her that by nine o'clock she could be in a sweatshirt and jeans no matter what and just that idea of being in that comfortable outfit she was willing to go through the reception that was scaring her even though she like wanted to get married which I found was an interesting story so or an interesting think because sometimes we're scared of something because it is a transition and it might be something good but we don't want to leave something behind so that consistency whether it be something from home or similar things that you know like food that you always eat on a certain time that can be comforting you know food's always comforting right okay and the last suggestion from this guy's article which was take one step at a time So just taking it little bits at a time because sometimes we want to get through the transition and uh, I think it's okay just to kind of take little bitty steps. Now, I do want to add a couple things because it kind of goes on with this taking one step at a time is this article I found by Jody Moore and it was in the Ensign for Young Adults and it was sort of addressing the same thing with you know, you're navigating these new transitions, what do you do when when you're navigating through these? And when I thought of like taking one step at a time, her point was to narrow your view. So if things are feeling really overwhelming, whether you're, you're at school or transitioning with some of my kids gone and it just feels empty, what's something you're going to do today that will get you through? narrow your view, keeping it shorter as opposed to being too long because sometimes that feels too overwhelming. And she had two other points, which I think are really, really helpful that I'm going to mention here. I know I've there's been like 15. Like, how are you supposed to remember? And <laughs> I think you take what's helpful. But she also says sometimes when you're going through a transition and we tend to look back too much, Okay, maybe not too much because we can acknowledge that guy said acknowledge the past. But then she says, kind of focus on the future. Like look at the things that are upcoming. How can you focus on the future? Because you have more control over that than what's in the past. And the last thing that Jody Moore in this article said was to be compassionate with yourself. And I think... There's a lot of things in here about identifying and expressing your feelings, taking care of yourself, build a support system, and just practice this compassion that, oh, I'm feeling a certain way. What's going on? Well, of course you're feeling that way. You've just, you're going through a transition. And I want to finish off with 
near the end of Sister Beckham's talk, she says about dealing with transitions is that she said, every transition, every change gives us a chance to choose again to have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and in the principles of the gospel. And I just love that. And she said, you know, she says, if you rely more on prayer and studying the scriptures and communing with our Heavenly Father, as you're going through this transition, he can also be that constant in your life. So I hope this has been helpful. I know I've kind of like given you all these little bullet points and Some of you may be going through similar things as you've said goodbye to kids who are in college or as you're going through transition with maybe quitting a job or getting a new job or, you know, whatever it may be. And I think all of us are transitioning out of crazy COVID and now things are getting kind of like generally more normal, even though... We're still having to wear masks in a lot of situations and like sometimes you're going to have to deal with the effects of COVID. Like I think that might be our new normal, but I think that transition into this new normal is also, I think what we're all sort of dealing with right now as well. So take some of those helpful tips. I will link all those articles on my website for this on episode 65 for this podcast and you guys as always seriously thanks for listening and thanks for allowing me the time to express and learn all the things that I'm like going through at this time and hopefully it's helping you as well I will talk to you again next week have a great week hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have any questions, come by findingthefloor.com where I will have show notes and links for anything I've mentioned today. Special thanks to Seth Johnson for creating and performing the theme music. Come back next week and thanks for listening.